0: Hey friends, welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel Leigh Hoffman.
1: And I'm Sila Grace Hoffman.
0: We're a mom and daughter duo that works together, plays together, and tries to figure out this crazy world together.
1: (laughs) Yeah, mom. And we're super grateful you could join us today. This is the She Sounds Like Me podcast. She sounds like me. She
0: sounds like me. She 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 sounds like me. Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Mom. Before we get this party started, we got to let them know the goods first. Friends, if you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on your chosen platform. Give us a five-star review or join our conversation online at SheSoundsLikeMe on the socials and at SheSoundsLikeMe.com. Okay, Mom, now let's get to it. (laughs)
0: Let's get to it. All right, Sila, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready? Ready. Let's talk about the magic of the season.
1: Let's talk about the magic of the season.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. So this year has been uh, strange at best. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But one thing that's been nice is to look forward to the normal things that we get to do, especially when it comes around to holiday time.
1: Like traditions.
0: Traditions and mythical creatures and all the magic around the holidays, don't you think? Yeah. We're now in the beginning of December, but our favorite month is behind us, October. Yeah. Why is it your favorite month?
1: Because it has my favorite holiday, Halloween.
0: Right. And why is it your favorite, though?
1: It's my favorite because you get to dress up, be whatever you want to be, you get candy, and you get to spend time with your family.
0: And skeletons
1: mm-hmm.
0: You're like totally into skeletons this year mm-hmm. I think you always have been In fact, you're wearing a skeleton sweatsuit <laughs> Right now
1: Yeah, and we have a skeleton giant Outside our house <laughs> Well,
0: yeah, we just took him down Aww. Out of courtesy of the neighborhood Yes, Finally Although I'd, I had considered making Santa skeleton mm-hmm. I didn't want to freak everybody out Too bad it's like <laughs> This year's already been a little hectic Yeah <laughs> But Definitely. Halloween is super fun. This year was different, especially with COVID. But mm-hmm. I think we still made the most out of it. Yeah. We had a small group of uh, neighborhood kids that we've been kind of clustered with and got to enjoy the holiday with um, just some outdoor games and stuff like that. And then we got to do some trick-or-treating.
1: I honestly don't know why I like creepy stuff. It's like a mix of weird and fun.
0: It's just different.
1: Yeah, it's like you have one or maybe two two months to have that stuff, but then it's gone and you don't have it anymore. Right. And then you come back to it and you're like,
0: "Well, wow, that was cool." And are you speaking about just the theme of Halloween in general and October and like the decorations and the scary stuff and the jokes and the pranks or what? Exactly. I was more
1: talking about the decorations, not the trick-or-treating and those mm. things.
0: In our house, we kind of have skeletons and skulls out mm. all, all year. James. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we maybe we're on the air of the weird side regularly, but yeah. we, we pull out the extra weird, including a 20-foot tall skeleton this year, which is the newest member of the weird family.
1: <laughs> His name is Morty. Mortimer. Morty Mortimer.
0: Yeah. Um, So that was fun. What happens as far as uh, the traditions here after Halloween? How do we get rid of all that candy?
1: So around three days after Halloween at our house, and for some of the other people in our neighborhood, we have something either called the Switch Witch or the Great Pumpkin. And you leave a bowl out of all your candy, except for like maybe a few pieces that you still want to eat. And he comes and he takes all that candy. Where do
0: you leave it, the candy? In your kitchen?
1: Outside your front door. Right. And then he takes it and instead of candy, he leaves you toys. For candy? Yes.
0: Do you feel like it's a good trade-off?
1: Yeah. Especially this year. I got an OMG LOL doll, a clay set, and a Queen Bee headband.
0: Which, whatever that is.
1: It's a... It's pom. It's black and gold pom poms.
0: Okay, so you feel like you you benefited because you cashed in all that candy for toys, <laughs> right? I think I think the great pumpkin must have been really feeling himself this year, or herself. Is it a boy or a girl?
1: I don't know. I think it's what are those people called if they have no gender, but they're like
0: they're non-binary.
1: Non-binary. I maybe, think he's not. Maybe they don't non-...
0: identify. Yeah. The Great Pumpkin is gender neutral. Yes. Okay. I'm down with that.
1: So it's a switch witch. Really? No, the switch witch has got to be a girl because witches are girls.
0: Are they? No way.
1: Wizards are boys, witches are girls.
0: Okay. I thought I know some boys that sure are witches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) But I get your wizard (laughs) wizard, uh, Theory. theory. Yeah, for sure. So we have the Great Pumpkin. We know a neighbor that has a switch witch. But not everybody does. Some yeah. people just eat their candy. Maybe he doesn't come around. They don't come around would be the proper term.
1: So they don't come around.
0: Maybe they don't. But here they do. I think they were extra generous this year because COVID kind of stunk up the joint, you know, and made it a little extra difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that that's something that brings joy and is a great way to get rid of that candy, let me tell you.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd be having a tummy candy barf meltdown. Right about now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And a sugar rush. Exactly. So we move out of Halloween and like immediately into Thanksgiving. Yes. The gratitude season. Although it's always a season for gratitude.
1: But it's the main season. Oh
0: yeah, where we can talk about giving thanks, right? Yeah, and it does have some historical connotations regarding, you know, pilgrims and and all that. That is now being challenged, actually, and um, as to how we're reflecting about Thanksgiving. But the bottom line is that we do give thanks and share gratitude and really at the core of it for our modern day celebrations is really just about being with family, which right. was also really hard this year.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Sometimes we go in, in, and see our family in other cities like Chicago and we really missed out on that this year. But mm-hmm. we did get to make an arrangement to see your grandparents, even with a socially distant Thanksgiving dinner, which yes. was really nice.
1: I made green bean casserole this year.
0: Yeah, you're getting really <laughs> good at the family tradition. I've passed that down to you. Even mm-hmm. though you won't eat it, you'll make it. Mm-hmm. It tastes really good. Yeah. I wish you would. <laughs> it's like a seven-layer green bean casserole that I think I adapted from a grandma years and years and years ago, and I love it. I hope one day you'll love it, too. Huh,
1: I hope, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> In, anyway, I like that you love making it. It tastes really good, so maybe one day you'll give it a whirl. I It's a right, refined taste, maybe.
1: Right now, I only like the broccoli, the green beans, and the crunchy bits that go on the top.
0: The fried onions? Yes, the yes. fried onions. So, so seven-layer green bean casserole.
1: Turns into three-layer
0: salad. <laughs> kind of. It's like a mush when it's all done. Yeah, Delicious mush. We still have some left over, so Thanksgiving came and went, and we give thanks and we try to figure out more and more ways to give back and show gratitude and appreciation. We did some great mitzvahs in the month of November, gave, giving back to Warm Coats for Kids. We packed shoe boxes
1: with. Toys and things for other
0: kids in need, mm-hmm, like toys for tots, and we're still continuing to contribute. We just gave some money to donate to buy some kids' artwork that we of a friend of a friend who is uh, using the money for selling her own artwork to buy kids' presents. So she's selling hand-drawn characters at ten dollars a piece, and she's raised over a thousand dollars. Shout out Shout out to our friends, Eric, at Ear Blowing Audio for that, and him teaching his daughter right, and other ways to give back, which is amazing. I love that creativity, and maybe we can incorporate that in our own way sometime in the near future for another mega mitzvah. So we got our mitzvahs, but those are year-round, ramped up especially towards the end of the year. And on the day after Thanksgiving...
1: The elf on the shelf has arrived.
0: Dun-dun-dun.
1: Dun-dun-dun.
0: To your mother's dismay. We love our elf. His name is Ronan. How did you come up with the name Ronan when you were like three? Who, who names their elf Ronan? I never even heard that name before, I don't think. I don't know. You named it.
1: I have a creative mindset when it comes to naming things. Yeah, you do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Ronan is here. What is Ronan?
1: He's my elf on the shelf.
0: But Is he just on the shelf?
1: No, he's not on the shelf all the time. He gets into small places and funny places and ridiculous places you're not going to see your elf on every day.
0: He's like, into mischief, I think,
1: yeah, well, what I does think he so do? Too.
0: What's his point? Like can you tell us about it for those that don't know what an elf on the shelf is?
1: An elf on the shelf is basically a human, but shrunk a human <laughs> a magical <laughs> creature. A magical creature that looks sort of like a person, but is shrunken, like very small, maybe a foot tall. And is like red with like white mittens and a red hat with a white trim around it.
0: He sounds super creepy the way you're describing him. But okay, keep going.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying not to make him look creepy.
0: You can turn you on.
1: And we... For the past few years, we've been getting him like different things of clothes, and almost every day he changes clothes.
0: Would he be naked anyway? Huh? If you, if we didn't have clothes, would he be naked? Yeah. He would. And he'd just be in a red thing. <laughs> what is what is the word for naked uh, in Hogwarts? Storkers.
1: Storkers.
0: Storkers. Streakers. Stree- streakers. No, storkers. Really? Strikers. 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 No. No. We got to look that (laughs) up. Yeah, we do. (laughs) So he wouldn't be naked. He'd be. He'd be in his red suit. Yeah. Okay. And what does this dude do? What's his point?
1: He watches over you and makes sure you're not naughty. And he reports to Santa. What? When? Every night when he goes home. Every night. He goes home? Every night he flies home. He flies back home to meet Santa and tell him what you've been doing and then comes back and sits himself in a different spot. So And today he was sitting next to Mom's wine glasses with we have like a snowman that goes on top of the corks and he took him down from the wine glass and he's sitting down next to them with the with the snowman in his lap.
0: He better not have gotten my stash.
1: I hope he didn't. <laughs>
0: I really hope he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So he flies back to the North Pole, where Santa is. Mm -hmm. And you're telling me he's reporting in, right? Yes. Do you guys trade notes or anything?
1: Sometimes I leave him like a note and he'll answer yes or no, or maybe so, or whatever.
0: Well, the first night he came, he doesn't leave every night. What happened?
1: He stayed there in the same spot.
0: And what was your hypotheses for why that happened?
1: Either someone touched him, either he didn't want to... But you can't touch him? Yeah, you can't touch him. If you touch him, they lose their power and they can't go home.
0: Whoa. So you think someone touched him, or...
1: Or he just didn't want to tell on me. For what? mm Say it. Okay, I sort of thought... I, th- I sort of had an idea that we could spy on him, but I ditched that idea.
0: How would we have done that, though?
1: Security cameras.
0: (laughs) I love it. So you thought that we could spy on
1: Ronan. But we didn't do it because we didn't want to, and we didn't have security cameras, and we think he should keep his magic to himself.
0: Yeah, like, there's something about keeping the magic going. Yeah. Even when you know better. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't believe. Because... Right now, more than ever, we could use a little magic. Yeah. And I think what keeps these traditions alive and in, in the spirit of the season and in the eyes of a child is some of this magic. No matter what you believe or what traditions you're into. So what will Ronan be up to next? Like how long, When? when's his time?
1: The day before Christmas, Christmas Eve, um... He is, that's his last day with you. And then on Christmas night, he leaves with Santa and all the other elf friends and helps Santa deliver presents. And after that, you don't see him.
0: Mm -hmm. But he keeps coming back, this guy. Yeah. How does he know it's you? Like, do you have any theories about like how he just, he's assigned you for, Mm -hmm. how long do you think he'll come?
1: I hope for a while. Yeah. I miss that dude.
0: You miss that dude? (laughs) Like, I hope he stays with you for a couple more years at least. I wonder if there's like an age limit to elfing.
1: Yeah.
0: Once they're like, this kid is out. She's into too much trouble. If I come back this year, I'm going to, she's really going to (laughs) be, she's going to be in bad shape with Santa. So not only do we celebrate the season with Christmas, but as equal opportunity Jews,
1: we celebrate Hanukkah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's because mom's Jewish and dad's not. But also, uh, it's... I'm Jewish too. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. So we celebrate that, but then Hanukkah rolls in. Uh-huh. Talk to me about that.
1: Hanukkah is where you light eight candles. Eight nights. Eight nights. And you add a second candle, an uh, uh then another candle each night, and you light it with the main candle, which is the Shema. You light each candle with a Shema, and then you you sing a, a prayer in Jewish language. and Hebrew. Hebrew. And then you play dreidel, and, which is a,
0: a spinning top. But the reason we celebrate Hanukkah is the miracle of light and from the Jewish tradition and mm-hmm. from, from our history. From right? Macbeth. That's right. And how it was a miracle that when they had to flee Israel, the Holy Land, they had more oil uh, than, they, than, they, uh, than they thought that they were going to carry them through for eight days in the miracle of light. And so it's really cool to be able to continue to celebrate that and honor that heritage and those traditions and the beliefs of the Jewish people through Hanukkah. When I was a kid, there wasn't any Jewish kids in my area, really. And so I always felt like the outsider. And uh, I didn't want that for you, knowing that there are a handful of Jewish children in our area, but not many that we know. So for the last couple of years, I've been able to come to school and tell the story of Hanukkah and bring the menorah and play dreidel. Tell about
1: Schmelf, the Hanukkah elf.
0: <laughs> yeah. The other mythical guy, or they, the other mythical creature. <laughs> yes. That some people believe uh, comes around, around Hanukkah. Schmelf. Schmelf. The Hanukkah elf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, we don't necessarily have a Schmelf in this house, but I like the idea of that there's one special elf that gets... uh, To
1: help to celebrate
0: Hanukkah. That helps remind the Jewish children that... uh, Because you get a present every night for Hanukkah.
1: Every night. eight eight nights. Eight presents, eight nights.
0: Mm hmm I wonder how long that'll continue for. Maybe Schmelf will come around and let me know. It's like, we're good to go. And we're done with that, <laughs> but for right now, those are from your parents, right? Yes. Just small gifts as a way to celebrate the day, yeah, and I don't really know how the gifting part came into Hanukkah. that may be something we need to dig into, but it is more about honoring our beliefs and continue on with those traditions and so while I can't read the stories of Hanukkah to the kids in your class this year um. Maybe we can tell some stories uh, on next next week's episode or something. I don't know, but what we're doing instead is bringing one or two of our neighbors over for some of the nights of Hanukkah and getting to kind of share in the prayer and our traditions with them, so that the children that you are around know that you know know a little bit about Judaism and why we celebrate.
1: Yeah, and one of my friends that we. We read the story too of Schmelth for two years because she was in my class for two years. She is now full on with a story called Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins.
0: Herschel and the Hanukkah Hanukkah Goblins.
1: It's something about a man and elves, like goblins, and they light, he has to light every candle, without the goblins blowing the candles out. And she's now in love with that story, and it's really cool.
0: So you feel like...
1: She, just by us telling her about it, she's now...
0: Well, I don't think... We read the Shmel of the Hanukkah elf story in class, but we also read traditional stories about Hanukkah, and I think what you're getting at is that by teaching some of our friends about these traditions, they were so interested in it, it's become one of our non-Jewish friends uh, found a new story that she really appreciated about the Hanukkah tradition. Mm -hmm. And it's become her favorite story that she still reads, even not in Hanukkah time. Yeah. So there's Hanukkah. What else happens this month? My birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Your birthday. (laughs) Yep. This This
1: girl birthday in hot. Coming in hot.
0: And how how old do you turn this month? Eight. Eight. The big eight. And sometimes his birthday falls smack in the middle of Hanukkah, which is right before Christmas. And we also celebrate with Santa still coming into town. Smack, smack, smack. <laughs> yeah, my wallet goes smack, smack. When smack. <laughs> this year we're trying take the change, keep the change. This year we're trying more than ever to remember the spirit of the season and that it is better to give than receive. Right. But you're seven, going on eight. And that's a lot of days of gifting. A lot. <laughs> and while we prefer to gift experiences to each other, there's still something magical about opening presents and, you know, watching your eyes delight. So, what's on your list this year, kid?
1: Um, A skateboard, for sure. Okay. A d- motorbike.
0: A motorbike? Like a dirt bike?
1: Yeah, but a motorbike. A okay. motor dirt bike.
0: Like a motorized, battery operated dirt yeah. bike, like a starter dirt bike. Yeah. Okay. What else?
1: Mm, I also want to be with you.
0: Uh, <laughs> good answer. <laughs> nice, nice kid. Okay, but really, <laughs> nice kid. <laughs> Anything else on your on your wish list? Leopard. Dick. A leopard gecko.
1: I want a third are, reptile.
0: No. <laughs> no more creatures. No. We'll They're see. They're small. We'll see. They're very small. You know, one of the things that we are realizing, though, is that it's more important than ever for you to know that, you know, asking Santa for for, for the small things that, you know, he can, so he can continue to spread his love around and his gifts around to all the children in the world and that and it, and that if you're looking for some of these bigger <laughs> items like a skateboard or a motorbike we want you to ask us because it's our hard-earned money and it's saving up for things like that that are going to make it special for you but i want you to know that they come from us and not necessarily from the big guy yeah. you know what i mean
1: i'm asking you guys for the skateboard and the Motorbike, motor dirt bike.
0: Okay, we'll see. We'll see about that.
1: And I'm not technically asking anybody for a leopard gecko quite yet.
0: Okay, good, because I think we need to <laughs> probably hold back a little bit on that.
1: One of the most things I want, art supplies, LOL golf, and...
0: Oh, the dreaded LOL doll. Whole... <laughs> uh, hmm. That's it? Yeah. Some music? Hmm.
1: Yes, music
0: and art, mhm, love and time with family, yes, and peace on earth peace on earth well, with that, we will uh we will be back next week with an episode, probably talking about the how to turn eight years old in a pandemic
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and other things, but uh, we'd love to hear from you on your traditions and what makes the holidays special for you and your family. And if uh, you've got anything exciting on your list this year, make sure to drop us an email at hello at shesoundslikeme.com or you can find our Google Voice number in the show notes. So until then,
1: enjoy the spirit of the season and have a happy
0: holiday. <laughs> until next time, friends. Bye! Alright, before we head out, a quick shout out to the awesome friends that lend their voices to our vision at the top of each episode. She Sounds Like Me is produced by Creative Catalyst Media LLC. And as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe to our tribe online at shesoundslikeme.com and find us on social at She like Me so we can connect directly to you.
1: Thank you so much for your support, friends. Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And have an awesome day!
0: Yep, and have an awesome day.